Speaking of fucking <clears throat> coronavirus, you think more babies are going to be born because of this? What the fuck? That? No, he's just chilling. More babies are going to be born? You think more babies are going to be born nine months from now or less babies? Because you think people are, are fucking more because oh, they're in isolation? Or you think people are fucking less because Maybe. like they're no, not? No, no there, there might be like a, a new boomer. I'm trying like, to move this. Like a new boomer uh, type shit. A new boomer period. Except it's not the boomers, it's like the, the troomers. <laughs> This is called Classic Envy number 29. I remain with Bobby D, and I'm here with Mozzie with a push start. Oi, 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 oi. What up, Bobby D? Fresh out of LA. What's good? How you doing, yeah. brother? Welcome I feel, back. I feel bro. good. Welcome feel back. Good. How you doing? I'm I'm alive, bro. In all this weird uh, this weird time. Mm-hmm. I don't even I like I can say I'm doing good, but like this is a, I this am, is a quarantine alive, interview. But like it's just it's a quarantine interview. Mm-hmm. We're not even six feet apart. We're breaking the law right now. Yeah, we are. We're breaking the law. We're breaking the law for you guys though. Yeah, fuck it, bro. So, <laughs> what are we gonna do? So go subscribe below if you fucking listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Follow us, like us. You know, do a little rating and review, all that bullshit. And then go follow Mozzie. Go follow me. Hit us on Instagram at Call Classic Official at K U L T Classic Official. Check us out online K U L T Classic Official dot com. And we're now on TikTok at K U L T Classic Official. Hit us up on there. But how was the flight, bro? Uh, what was, was it like coming back? It was easy. It was really easy. Mad easy. Mm-hmm. It was really easy. Uh, there's like a rule now that there can't be like three people in a row so that mm. there's no middle seats there's only like window seats and aisle seats and sometimes when the flight doesn't have as many passengers you can just get a whole row and that's kind of what happened with my flight to LA to Phoenix and then Phoenix to Charlotte I was just like literally like I had my seat built on like sideways <clears throat> like this just asleep you would just post Playing. it up yeah yeah just chilling damn the airport's probably mad empty, huh? Mm-hmm. Everybody's got masks and gloves on and shit. Looks fucking crazy. You seen the um the food lines down here now? They yeah. got like the glass in front of the, or mine by mm-hmm. my house. They got the glass in front of the registers and shit. Yeah. No, the the food line down the street, we went there earlier today and there's like shit looks post apocalyptic apocalyptic, bro. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, shit's all this wild. Shit's going bro. out on the I shelves. Don't even, I don't even know. I I don't know. I don't see it ended this whole thing. I don't I don't know what next week brings. There's new update every day. That's what I'm saying. The president of the Philippines says he's gonna shoot you on sight if you out or whatever. Yeah. Some like, wild shit. This shit is like, uh this shit is actually getting intense. I remember at first, like you know, around like February, January, mm-hmm. you know, we were trolling about it on tour, like the coronavirus and shit. And now it's kinda like it, yeah. it's dead ass a serious pandemic it's in our country. Real. That's fucking crazy. It's in like, my opinion. Like I mean, but we, hey, we do get to say that we lived in a period, you know, we're going to look back and be like, damn, coronavirus. Y'all remember that shit? Yeah, that <laughs> shit was wild. Remember when we were locked in our house and couldn't go outside? Mm-hmm. Shit's crazy. Fuck. Like, it's just like I had to cancel my whole trip to LA. Like, I could go out there, but, like, what's the point? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, Ka- Cali's the same way, you know? The uh, gas station right in my crib, there's a whole plastic, like, sheet, you know what I'm saying? And a piece of tape, six feet back, you know? You can't be close to anybody. Shit's uh, she's getting serious as fuck. So, on a brighter note, how how was the whole experience? How long are you out there in total since you were really like living out there? You said the, you said like seven eight months before you uh, started recording. When when you kind of just pretty much stayed out there? Oh, in California. Yeah. Um, damn. Probably around fe- February twenty first was the the last day of the tour, mm-hmm. and since February twenty first till yesterday. Okay, so I've been you staying in California. So you were on tour, and then after mm-hmm. tour, you're like, I'm staying in California. Yeah, so I was, you, you haven't been in Charlotte for a grip. Yeah, I haven't been in Charlotte since like early December. I was staying in Texas with my family, and uh, yeah, now I'm back in Charlotte for a week, and then I go back to California. Does it feel weird being back? No, it feels it feels refreshing, honestly. Yeah, like, I really like being back here because now I get a, a, a new headspace, a new vibe to work with. You know, I needed to, I need a breath of fresh air real quick. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm going to go back to California, work on a new album, new K&D album. There's just a lot of shit, you know, a lot of shit about to drop, a lot of shit planned. And it's never been like this before. It's never been so fast-paced. Mm-hmm. We've never actually been able to drop whatever we want and create whatever we want, like, on the spot. And we're all together all the time. 
So it's just it's, it's healthy. It's really healthy being. You got there. a solid team around you too mm-hmm. with the whole. Yeah. The, what's up with the whole death proof? Shout thing? out That's death your... proof. Shout out Miyagi. Shout out fossils. Like they saved our lives. No fucking cap. Um, death proof is. I, I can't even call it a label. It's just, it's an empire. It's an empire being built at the moment. Uh, NASCAR Aloe, Kids Next Door, Oddly Shrugs, Nasty Nuna. Um, I'm pretty sure Bob Villain, shout out Bob Villain, the UK homies. Uh, it's just, a, it's a group consistent of art, uh, of artists, you know, mm-hmm. artists and groups. So they're essentially mainly your management. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Miyagi and Fossil are our management, well, Kids Next Door's management. <clears throat> Got coronavirus. No, I'm playing. <laughs> um. <laughs> <clears throat> but um, yeah. So you you moved out there kind of with them. You're kind of staying all with them, mm-hmm. same crib. What's it like every day for you now? How how has your life changed? Like all with all them staying in the same crib. Like compared to when you were just in Charlotte at your own house, mm-hmm. like, um, well, there's 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 positives and negatives, you know. Like the positives is, like I said before, you know, in Charlotte, I would make an open or Dirty would come over here and make an open, and then you know it take Apollo like three or four days to you know finally get over here. Kaka, mm-hmm. I could only pick him up on Sundays because he had to work, and it was just a slower process of working. You know, it was a slower process of getting work done, and it was it just it wasn't. I just we like we couldn't get a, a a spark going, you know what I'm saying? And now that after the tour, we got some momentum going, and we all have a space where we can work, you know. Like I don't care if I'm sleeping on a couch that's this big. It's like mm-hmm. it's healthy, you know. Miyagi comes in fucking screaming at 8 a.m. talking about yo, get the fuck up, NBA young boys making your money today, you know what I'm saying? Like shit's it, it, it's healthy. It's it's really fucking. So he's healthy. A, they like really coach you over there too. Yeah, shout out, shout, he's my sensei. Is sensei. The- is the creative vibe different too? Mm-hmm. Like, do you like the creative vibe better? Are you guys all just being in the same space all the Absolutely. time? Absolutely. It's it's quicker pace. It's like, you know, we find a beat, we all like it, get on it right then and there. You know what I'm saying? It's uh, it's just it's it's a new it's a new phase of our lives. It's a new phase of our mm-hmm. band, and our individual careers. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's got to be kind of hectic, though. There's got to be something always kind of happening living mm-hmm. in a place with so many people. But at the same Absolutely. time, it's got to spark something, some creativity mm-hmm. in you. Yeah, there's because there's always some shit going on in L.A. There's, mm-hmm. And there's, there's, there's always some shit going on, period, at our house, you know? There's always somebody over there. There's, there's a lot of people over at the crib. So, mm-hmm. you know, if I'm not making music, Apollo's making music. If Apollo's not making music, Miyagi's making music. NASCAR's making music, like... It's just, it's, everybody's working. Everybody's pushing out content. We got a fucking whiteboard with fucking markers and shit writing down when everybody's going to drop their shit. You know what I'm saying? It's it's healthy as fuck. I keep saying healthy, but it that's the perfect <laughs> word to describe the living space. Even though it's not. I'm sleeping on, like, a couch in a garage, but I'm fucking shit. Appreciative, appreciative yeah. of it. Shit I mean, is- you got an opportunity and you really took it. Mm-hmm. So how did the opportunity... Um, to work with death proof kind of you know fall on your lap how did that how did that happen um so that shit goes back to around i want to say like august or september of 2019 um you know nascar we've known nascar since like 2017 Mm -hmm. and uh i think fossil and miyagi were looking at apollo they were looking at apollo and uh, I don't even think they knew he was in a whole group. And um, Fossil, what the fuck are you doing? Fossil came to the Miami show. We did a show in Miami with NASCAR uh, September 13th, mm-hmm. Friday the 13th of 2019, uh, the same day we dropped volume two. And Fossil came and he was like, fuck, like, we got we to gotta fuck with you guys. And uh, they threw us on a show, Goth Prom, in November. We came out to Cali to do that, and then uh, I think after that it was it was official. Like you know, we're looking out for you guys. We're like we're a part of the family, you know. And now that's that's how we operate, you know. With the tour, we all literally traveled in a van for two fucking months. Not one month. I think it was just one month. We traveled in a van for one month, stuffed in that shit, getting sick, fucking, just so mm. much, so much, so much that we've experienced together now. So it's it's just like. I know everybody in that house really well, you know? 
So it's it's far. What was what was tour life like for the first time? What was that experience like? Um definitely one of the craziest experiences in my life. I watched some of the craziest shit go down. Some of the weirdest shit. You got any wild tour stories? Uh so in Austin, uh this I mean, it's, it's it, I don't care if it's wrong for me to call her an e-girl because she was very, very TikTok-y, you know what I'm saying? Mm. I don't know how <laughs> old but check, I don't know how old the girl was, but she was she was TikTok-y. But uh, oh, she shit. actually sucked NASCAR's bare toe after he put his foot in uh fucking like dirt, like what the fuck? Yeah, she sucked his toe with like dirt on it and shit. It was really fucking nasty. It was the first day of the tour. That was um, <laughs> Damn, his man. fans are so Once wild. Once this camera comes bro. off, we can really talk about the tour. <laughs> All right, we'll say some more shit after that. No, but um, yeah, it, it was it was it was crazy, man. Just uh, mm. you know, a couple couple of nights we really had to like sleep in the van in the cold. Um, America has a big drug problem, bro. <laughs> after going to every state, I met a tweaker in every single state, and it was sad as fuck. Yeah, yeah, it was sad as fuck. Damn, what's the worst state? Uh. Damn, man. I'm, I'm sorry, but I got to say either Minnesota or, or New Jersey. Ooh. New Jersey, yeah. I believe. Minnesota's kind of surprising. I'm not gonna yeah. Lie. Minis- I mean, it was just really fucking cold. So maybe if it wasn't so cold, I'd probably enjoy it more. But mm-hmm. I, I just couldn't really enjoy it. I can't enjoy somewhere when it's snowing like fuck when, you know, it's coming down. That's why I didn't like, uh, whoa, somebody trying to get into my goddamn email, man. Get the fuck out. Um, But, yeah. They're trying to steal them tracks. They want that next album. Hold up. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> it says, are you signing in as Mozzie with a push start? Oh, someone's hacking. Someone's trying to get they're in. They're trying to leak Mozzie's music. They're trying to They're trying to get into this shit. They want, they want some beats. You know, there's not really anything in my email. Yeah. There's nothing. Nah. nah. How do you pass shit off then? How do you there's do- no unreleased music in my... Mm. Hell no. You can't get in this. All right, I airdrop. I airdrop music. Well, now, now I work on a, a different computer than my laptop, mm. and uh, I'll just airdrop the song straight out of uh, Pro Tools off of iTunes on the computer into Word. my phone. So, before you know, the music shit kind of took off. Where were you working before? You working at a smoothie spot or whatever? Yeah, you working before. <laughs> I was working, I've, I've worked at a lot of uh, very funny places. So, what was? At, Okay, my bad. Keep keep on that track. I worked where, at where I worked work? at like Hot Taco, Roasting Company, Taco Bell. Oh, you worked at Hot Taco? Yeah, Hot I worked at Hot Taco. Bro. I yeah. love Hot Taco. That was actually <laughs> a decent job. You know what I'm saying? That was Yo, a decent they job. Some, they got some bad waitresses over there. I can't even. I can't even lie. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. All American Pub, the uh, Slate. Shout out that whole strip. Mm. You know, when coronavirus is over, I'm coming back. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm Smoothie King. That was my last job. That, that was I your had. last job. How did Smoothie you, King? How was leaving that place? How did that feel like? Were you like, damn, I'm I'm out of my job, bro? Oh man, I'm doing I was about like the, the fucking nut on myself, man. It felt so damn good to just like say goodbye. I actually tore my shirt off. <laughs> I tore my shirt off, and I think Koa picked me up uh, with this girl Julia. No, no, no. That was that was later. Never mind. I think I got picked up by somebody else, but I did tear my shirt off when I left. It felt mad fucking good to tear my shirt off and leave that job. God damn. So it's like, did it, did these changes happen? Like, did it feel like it was fast? Like, it happened all at once? Or did it feel like it was gradual? Because, like, you, not too long ago, were living in Charlotte, mm-hmm. working at Smoothie King, doing local shows. You know what I mean? Skateboarding mm-hmm. with your friends, hanging out, doing whatever, bullshitting. And now it's like, you're in LA. Fucking living on a couch, making music with, you know, some of the fastest up and coming artists out right now, mm-hmm. and you're up to be one of those artists easily. Mm-hmm. So it's like, did all that just kind of? Does it feel like it hit all at once? It it definitely hit quick. I'm I'm not gonna lie. We we talk about it. You know, me and the rest of K and D, we, we we talk about it a lot. That it moved gradually fast but we've been around for a long time Mm -hmm. and we know the work that we put in you know what i'm saying we had to stuff ourselves in a minivan to get to miami in 2018 to do a damn show you know like 
we've been through a lot as a band so we can appreciate the time now and we know that it's once once that foot once we get our foot completely in the door mm -hmm. it's really only going to move faster from there you know it's and, and it's we got to be ready for that um but yeah I, I do think i do think shit's moving like very fast but i'm just trying to keep up with it as much as i can you know and look out for everybody that i can mm -hmm. um but yeah it's uh it's gradually happening uh at a at a pace that is overwhelming how but, was how was the adjustment was it a big adjustment was it difficult to make kind of um i mean it was it was kind of in inside i was like fuck yes yeah when they told me that You're i could stay excited. there but i was just kind of like damn like i really live out here you know i'm skating to lafayette skating down the sidewalk like damn like I'm just like this is what I'm gonna be doing all the time now, like skating mm -hmm. to the skate park, you know, down the street, because it's still the same shit, you know. We still do the same shit that we do here in LA, so mm. doesn't matter where we are, shit does not stop. Do you like living out in LA? Uh, I don't I know. We're gonna talk about this. But <laughs> I don't, I'm just gonna act like we didn't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, LA, LA, straight. It, it's it's the place where you need to be if mm -hmm. you want to be a musician and you want to build something for yourself really quickly. You know, and we've built something in Charlotte yeah. that, like, has helped us, and, and Florida, and, like, a lot of places that we've been before shit started moving faster helped us so that when we did get out to Cali, that was, like, our vouch, you know? Mm. People in Cali were like, oh, that's K&D, and now it's kind of starting to, like, click. California is now our top, you know, city. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, our top uh, streaming cities is uh california i think it's california chicago so like los angeles chicago or the california area yeah like Long i think beach i can't remember the other cities i know that miami's on there miami's up there every now and then mm. charlotte of course um what were we talking about before that we were talking about fucking do you like living in la yes and no so what do you like and what you don't like about it? Because you were just saying you like, you know, I think you kind of went over what you do like yeah. about it. What okay, don't yeah. you like if you're about an artist and to build a platform, it's the place you need to be. It's the place you need to be as a musician yeah. because California, everybody's in California. You never know who you're going to run into. Um, but it's not like my preferred place where I would live. It's dirty as fuck. I can't get around. I don't have a car. I don't be having hella money for Ubers and shit. Like it's just, it's, it's expensive as fuck. Um, but everywhere is going to be expensive as fuck. Yeah. But maybe when some money starts coming in, I won't. I'll enjoy it a little bit more. But for now, you just kind of grinding it out. Mm -hmm. Got to embrace that shit. Yeah, you know I, I'm I mean? appreciative of it. I said, "Fuck it." The weather out there is unbeatable. That's another thing. You oh, know, yeah, the weather out there is fucking gorgeous. Bro. Yeah, it's perfect. Fucking... But um, about the Charlotte music scene, do you feel like there's still something special here in Charlotte? Yeah, most definitely. I definitely think that when all this shit is over. A, a show a show can most definitely go down out here it needs to be outside though mm -hmm. and i i have a theory that shows keep getting shut down in charlotte because they're not outside that might that might it be. sounds it sounds kind of crazy but like i feel like if we were to get like land and then throw some shit on like a property mm -hmm. of like with like a big ass like yard or like a like gravel area like it would work you know Cause, especially if it was, because you were talking about throwing a show, you know, yeah, like, that could definitely happen here. Might have to block, the, might have to blank that part out, but yeah. Oh shit, <laughs> there can be a couple parts. We can, we can, we can chop and we can chop and screw no, this. I'll you know just, what I'm saying? I'll just fucking cut the audio and keep yeah. talking. People we won't can, know. Yeah, we can chop. And then that. I, I might, I might, I might use it for promo later on. <laughs> talking about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, are you gonna have to bleep that up too? Yeah, I'm gonna bleep that up every time. Right, we, every time we say it out. <laughs> All right, show. Well, a surprise in Charlotte is going to happen. And uh, I do want to talk to a lot of my friends that are from North Carolina that are artists to, like, help this shit come together. Yeah. We're going to do I know you didn't hear me, but I said we're going to do <laughs> <laughs> oh, But, um, shit. So let's, let's draw. How much time we got left in part one? We got seven minutes. So let's draw back a little bit. Before you met Kids Next Door, before you started making music, what was growing up in Charlotte like for you? Uh, just skating. Just skating, chilling. Mm -hmm. And what kind of what tipped you off on the music? What was the first thing that kind of got you interested in music? Um, 
what like music, music music in general oh like, like my first music me- like memory what were you listening to early on like um i mean my first like my first music that i could really enjoy and understand as like a kid and like bop to was outcast like andre mm-hmm. will always be my favorite artist um and of course like i was listening to like doom um big pun most deaf just a bunch of like boom bap rappers you know what i'm saying i was listening to a bunch of boom bap rap wu-tang mm-hmm. like i i really enjoyed that growing up and I of feel course like my you... mom was my mom was listening to like marvin gay al yeah. green temptations shit like that and then flipping it to like fleetwood mac you know and like my mom has a crazy palette of music so that's like another reason why i have an open palette to a lot of shit i feel like you fuck with big al heavy i don't know why i just get that vibe from big you. al yeah you fuck with big al Somewhat, somewhat. Damn, somewhat. I don't know why. I feel Couple like tracks. A mega <laughs> fan of him. I don't know why. But um, you so you kind of got like a, a pretty big palette of music growing mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Was there any anybody like in particular that you were like obsessed with? Like, who was the first artist that you were like truly obsessed with? Like um, you were buying all this shit. You were look watching all their videos. Like, I don't know. There, there's been a there's been so many phases of my life. I mean, pro, like probably back to like Outcast, you know, yeah, Outcast, Outcast or, or, or Wu Tang. You know, that was my first like as a kid. And you know, like being a teenager, I got into like rock music, like mm-hmm. Black Flag, Minor Threat, Bad Brains, fucking uh, Suicidal Tendencies. Like I got into like punk rock and shit. And then I started spending money on punk rock T-shirts and vinyls yeah. and shit. And you know, then I found myself listening to. Like, whatever this category of music is, you know, yeah, it, it, it started it with now. with Anti World. Well, it started with with Raider Clan and Team Sesh, mm-hmm. but the the I, I really got to give credit to Anti World, you know, and Cyber, because and Ghosty and fucking uh, Corpse, everybody in fucking Anti World. Shouts out to them. They helped start this shit. So when around what time? Here? time period did you know you wanted to be a musician um probably around 2016 around 2016 2016 2017 what kind of tipped that off for you uh i used to just freestyle with my boy dre who's actually in the army right now so shout out dre i love you bro um but we would just freestyle in the car um dre and dennis shout out dennis as well um we just hot box in the car and go to this dude gabe's stew mm-hmm. and just freestyle just fucking record shit and and we wouldn't even keep it or post it or do anything with it we just go in there and just rap um and then dirty i think actually what what kicked it off to be honest my initial start was dirty dropped the dirty book uh and i was like damn it's it we're dro- we're doing it like we're dropping music mm-hmm. and i think i dropped my first single and i had him do the cover art so i do kind of owe it to dirty to like like that confidence boost of like damn we, like all right all right, we're putting out music now. Fuck it, let's go. You yeah. Know? So, yeah. It was kind of from there when you were just recording bullshit in the studio. And then was Dirty kind of bullshit in the studio with you guys? Or yeah. Or you know, because you and Dirty kind of. Yeah, I've known, I've known Dirty for almost. I've, yeah, I, I've known Dirty for almost 10 years. Yeah, yeah. But he uh, he was in the equation, but I would hang out with him like in separate time. Like if I was hanging out with Dirty, we were skating and shit. And we were talking mm-hmm. about music or making music. And we were going together, but it would just be the two of us if we went to the studio. Like, me and Dirty, before we met Apollo and Kaka, it was me and him going to the studio and recording, like, a fuck ton. Because I, I uh, yeah, it got to a point where it was just me and him recording. And then I met Apollo. Um, you know, Apollo came to my house that one time, and I, I didn't really, like, talk to him like that because I didn't know him. And then he hit me up uh, to, like, paint on clothes or some shit. But we ended up going to the studio, like, on some music shit. And I brought Dirty, and then we hung out, like, every single day for, like, two weeks. And then he brought Kaka into the equation. And, you know, I already knew Slash from back in high school. Um, I'd listen to his beats. Me and Dirty used to listen to his shit like, damn, one day I'm going to buy a Slash beat. I'm going to have him, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, mm-hmm. you know, it's crazy to be in a group with these guys now and, like, the progression and, like, where we've come to. It's tracing all the way back to, like, those first couple days of this shit is insane it's fucking insane i think about that i've really been thinking about that shit a lot lately you know like yeah like where we've ended up compared to where you started we think we were going to be here and we always got to remember where we started Mm -hmm. so that we can keep doing that keep looking back like damn so you you're freestyling this in this random studio 
Dirty Drops the Dirty Book. Mm-hmm. So you didn't before Dirty Drop the Dirty Book. You you didn't really have any intention on being an artist. It was just kind of bullshit and having fun with it. No, I already had intentions on being an artist. I wanted to I wanted to be a rapper since like high school mm-hmm. because my friend like uh, my friends in high school were rappers. So it's like I really wanted to be a rapper. Well, I really wanted to be a musician. Period. Um, but I you know I wanted to start off rapping because I felt like I could do it. But I just didn't have the confidence to, like release music. But uh, literally, dirty yeah. So yeah, dirty dropped the uh, the dirty book. We we're going to the studio in Rock Hill. Um, he dropped it, and I was like, all right. Well, now I guess I gotta drop some music. And that was around August of 2017, around mm-hmm. that time period. Late 2017 is when the music really started, uh, individually, like all of our careers and SoundClouds and you know Instagrams and everything. And then. April of 2018 is when K&D was really established, like, a group. Because we used like to troll, yeah, now, we used yeah. to troll each other. I used to tell Apollo that he looked like number one from Kids Next Door. And this is when my hair was short and blonde and in my face, and above my eyes, and he'd be like, you look like number number four. And Kaka looked like mm. number two. And I'm like, damn, we, ought to, we might as well be fucking Kids Next Door. Yeah. Um, and it was just a joke. But then I guess we decided to just fucking go with it. We got 30 seconds left before this camera cuts off. And hold that thought. Because we going back into I got a lot of questions on the Kids Next Door shit. Uh, watch part two coming up right now. I never really got into MF Doom like that, I can't lie. No, nah, the, the mask and everything, just the whole... Just the whole... Yeah. I, I really like the character. Yeah, I, I, dude, everything about Doom was like super strange. Like he made a mm-hmm. whole album about like food and shit, you know? And yeah. That's that's that was so. That connected with me as a child because I was just like, I feel you, bro. I'd be hungry too, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you're you're the only rapper that's rapping about making whole albums about food and shit. Like that's crazy. You ever heard the theory that it's not actually MF Doom performing at the shows like it's someone else? It might. It, 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 I honestly <laughs> like, could be. I've thought about that multiple times. I've been like, damn. Like He's probably just chilling and be like, yo, I'll MF Doom's probably pretty old head. now. Like That might not even be him doing that yeah. shit. Yeah. You know, like, fuck it. But um, going back, playing off where we were at with uh, the end of part one, you guys kind of want to step away from that whole Kids Next Door concept a little bit. Yeah. Well, of course, our name is still Kids Next Door. We're still a fire name. Um, but we just don't want to be compared to the cartoon as much. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I, me personally, I don't, I love the cartoon, but the music is not the same as the cartoon. It's a group of mm-hmm. artists. And then there's the cartoon, which is codenamed Kids Next Door. So it's like, you know, we had people draw us. Like, somebody drew a fan, of, fan art of us the other day, and it was like, you know, us is like the K and D. I was like, damn, man, I'm not trying to do it. The lawsuit, you bro. Wanna, you feel me? So well, I just gotta, yeah, you know, kind of differentiate from that. Yeah. Um, like you've been adamant though. So I know you just refer to yourself as a group, but you've been adamant the whole part one about the interview is referring to you guys as a band. Yeah. And you very like, cause you, cause I don't feel like. You guys make like one genre or one sound of mm-hmm. music. Like you guys, is there even a way to describe because next door sound? Uh, like do you think you could? Because you guys I mean, got there's, so many different, there, so much there, different. There's shit. certain songs. See, you, you see, there's certain songs there. You'll you'll know that we're being experimental. You know, there's certain mm-hmm. songs where you'll hear it and you'll be like, all right, this is definitely very new of them. We always make new shit that's like that we've never done before. But some of our shit, you know, if you listen to songs like Nightmare on Melrose. Uh, Cinderella Story, uh, Sold Out Show in London. These songs have switch ups, you know. Mm-hmm. Like this, you know, we 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 bounce off of each other, and the beat, you know, switches up and shit. That's a that's a sound, you know. That's one of Slash's sounds, I should say. But you know, songs like Kate Skates and like Rachel and shit. That's just. I don't know what the fuck to call that. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck to call that shit. <laughs> I, I I I honestly have no idea what to call that. Distorted house trap. Yeah. Doom. Like, I don't know what the fuck to call <laughs> any of this shit at this point. I really don't have no, any clue of like 
genre, you know? Yeah. I, you I'm guys starting just kind of make that. music. Yeah. And I think that's why, like, I really like you guys because you guys are a perfect example of where we're at, like, in today's generation. Mm-hmm. Like, people are, people and artists today are literally just making music. Like, exactly. we're not one thing. Like, mm-hmm. look at, like, Brock Hampton. They call themselves a boy band. Yeah. They don't sound like no sync. Or fucking, you know what I mean? No yeah. Backstreet Boys. That's that's why that's why I like to. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. and it's not even like I'm forcing it. I I believe I I see us as a band. It's just a new you age know? band. It's something yeah. new. Like you know, it, when, you, when like, you see us play Anti Hero, Apollo's on the drums. I'm on the guitar. You know, I don't know who's gonna be on the bass. Cause <laughs> God, God, God doesn't play bass. But uh, <laughs> goes Fossil probably will play. You know, play the bass. <laughs> I don't care. He can, he can get a mic. He can yeah. sing. You know, like we we really do this shit. We can do this shit. Mm. You know, I can consider us as a band, you know, or a music group or whatever the fuck you want to call us. At this point, I just don't, we don't even know what we are. Yeah. We honestly have no idea what we are. So to backtrack on the timeline of this, Dirty Drops a Dirty Book. Uh, Apollo and Kaka come in the picture. Mm-hmm. So when, Kids Next Door, you said officially kind of gets established April 2018. Yeah, April 2018. <clears throat> so when did K&D Volume 1 kind of start to um, take shape? So I want to say, so in April, okay, so earlier than April, I would say leading into 2018, you know, around New Year's and shit, I still have old Snapchats of like, you know, me talking about, it's our last year being broke, like, you know, crazy shit. Mm. Talking about K&D, K&D, K&D. And, uh, you know, we, we were making music mad music together you know we were making a lot of group songs but i was making a lot of songs with kaka i was making a lot of songs with apollo apollo was making a lot of songs with dirty you know it was like we were all working together while hopping on slash beats you know what i'm saying mm. and it's it's yeah it was almost like a group so we were just like all right well trap renaissance is coming up why don't we just all get on this show and call ourselves k and d and rock out and we did it and it was fucking fun as fuck and we just kind of there was an, and, and the craziest part is we didn't really start having real conversations for a while. We kind of just went with it. We were just like, "All right, we're doing it. Fuck it." Yeah, you know. And then you know later on in the, t- in the picture, we 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 started to sit down and be like, "What what do we want to do with this group? Like, do we want to take this the whole like the whole way and and you know have this be our careers or like do we just want to keep making music? You know." And so we're at that stage where it's like mm-hmm. we've decided, you know, where we want to go with the music, you know. We always we always are gonna keep it. Um, we're always gonna keep it the sound that everybody wants to hear. You know. Yeah, it's gonna kind of service your fans at the same time. It's yeah. gonna be experimental. Well, I mean, not 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 so as like, all right, well, people like rap music, so we're gonna make rap songs. Like, we're yeah. just gonna keep making everything we want. You know, because that's what the fans want. We're just gonna keep making random weird shit, and it's gonna go up. Now, what's it like seeing fans? It's uh like how is it to be what 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 moment did you realize like holy shit I have fans like uh definitely definitely Atlanta the the Atlanta Dallas um and these are these are the tour dates by mm-hmm. the way is yeah um Portland Seattle L A of course L A is the biggest one New York um, even Boston and like Jersey and shit like it was crazy you know. Um, Denver, all of these, basically the tour, the tour woke me up to the fact that like my music can change somebody's vibe from like, I don't know, they they could just do a lot for people. Mm -hmm. And like, I didn't understand what it could do for people. I just understood what it did for me. And like to, to see that, like, I don't know that I can do that for people and they want to pull up and they want to have a good time and they enjoy the performance. They enjoy the show. Uh, it's, 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 it's surreal sometimes, you know, some people are like, I can't believe I'm fucking meeting you. And it's just like, I did. I, I definitely can. I'm just yeah. a normal fucking person. You just but, still feel like so normal. Mm-hmm. It just, it is what it is. You know, we, we don't even fucking like when we, when we do our shows, we're out in the crowd talking to everybody, you know, we're, we don't sit in the green room and wait for the show to start. Like we're out, conversating with people behind the merch stand selling clothes and shit mm-hmm. you know so what's it you've met so many so many different artists so what was it, what's it like meeting and coming up with a lot of people in charlotte because like like bryce belice mm-hmm. you know nascar like all you guys were like nobody's 
quote unquote, at the mm-hmm. same time. And now you guys are really making waves in music industry. So what's it like to kind of see that? Like, wow, we were all kind of just on the same shows, like local shows and just local artists. And now, you know, people signing deals, moving mm-hmm. to L.A., like touring outside the country. It's, like, it's, it's one thing to see it. You know what I'm saying? It's one thing to see it on your phone. It's another thing to really like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, b- like back in November when um, NASCAR got uh, Airbnb in the hills. Like it, mm-hmm. to be there with them, and it's just like, we're here. You know what I'm saying? We were in Charlotte recording in my laundry room, and now we're like, we're in California now. We're in the hills. We're overlook. We're overlooking the whole city. Like it's a whole different vibe. You know? Yeah. And it's not. It's not surprising to me at all. All the people that are succeeding, I knew they were going to. You know. Everybody that's getting some, getting something for themselves, good for them. Cause I already I already predicted the shit. I already knew who was gonna do what. Now I'm excited to see because I haven't been in Charlotte in a while. Um, you know, I'm excited to see new people popping up mm-hmm. that I have never seen before. Cause like one, Munch. Yeah. Munch is a perfect example of somebody that I met maybe four, three, four months ago. That his music sticks with me. Like if I fuck with I fuck with Munch mad heavy. You know what I'm saying? Like he's one of my favorite artists from North Carolina. One thing I have gotten a lot of messages about, and that's how I knew you guys really made your mark over here, is I keep getting mad messages about it and I still do to this day. The Charlotte scene is dying. You guys need to do something. There mm-hmm. needs to be a new surgeons of artists. And everybody I keep getting messages, kids next door, Belize, NASCAR is all them and multiple, multiple people like 10 cell phones mm-hmm. who's still in charlotte for the most part but like you know what i mean the scene's kind of moving up mm-hmm. like on up and out on to better things people so i keep getting a lot of messages like yo we need to do something we need to have mm-hmm. new artists come out so that's how i kind of knew you guys really really fucking made your mark and shit mm-hmm. i'm like wow i'm getting messages about how these four fucking kids five kids sorry i love you slash mm-hmm. <laughs> five kids really like were like the glued to this for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. No, and and I don't give a fuck what anybody says. If you were at those Oso shows in 2018, 2017, you know who the fuck started this shit. You know who the fuck built this Charlotte wave. There was something already before this. I will give it to Nappy Tribe. Nappy Tribe, they they made their they were the first group to make a mark in Charlotte. I was listening to Nappy Tribe when I was in high school. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's they made a mark in Charlotte. You know what I'm saying? We came in, we made a mark in Charlotte. You know, and I don't think the scene's dying at all. I think if we were to throw some shit right this second, it if pop. we were to say, bro, there's going to be a show this Saturday, even with this coronavirus shit, I guarantee you people would still pull oh, up. Oh, yeah, people would, people still, would still pull up. People would be like, fuck it. <laughs> and, and a lot of people would question it, but they'd still pull up. Mm. And uh, I, I, th- I definitely think Charlotte needs something soon because I haven't heard, uh, like, you know, I there's just so many artists that you're right aren't here anymore um but you know a lot of a lot of times like it's for the best and then you can come back here you know i'll come back here i'll visit but um you know when it comes when it comes down to you know like i said we we took that turn in our careers where we said all right music is what we're doing now for our lives like we're making music and we're doing this together so it's like now we're all out there on our own you know the five of us so I gotta be out there with them, you know. We gotta, we we gotta do this how we did it. That's why I say we gotta never forget where we started. Mm-hmm. We always have to do this shit together, you know. It's all for one. It's all for one. Split the pie down the middle. Fuck it. What what motivates you overall? There's gotta be some sort of underlying motivation that kind of keeps you into this shit because there's like, I I do notice it there. Like I kind of notice what you were saying too, kind of seeing it ahead of time, who's going to go where. It's mm-hmm. kind of pretty clear cut, especially for people like us who have kind of been around it a little more. It's kind of clear cut to see pretty quickly who's cut out for this shit, yeah. who, who's going to make it, who's not. So fucking, what's it like? Man, I kind of just lost my train of thought with that. I'm too stoned for that. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, fuck you said it. It's I lost uh, my train of thought. You said it. you said a lot of artists are more like it's clear cut. Like who 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 I know is gonna blow up or who I predicted is gonna mm. go somewhere with their career. Yeah, I'm too stoned. Nah, there was something good I had with that. Fuck. Gotta stop smoking so much weed. But um, I think I was going with like 
Okay, yeah, your motivation. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was something motivation yeah, what, what motivates We were me? talking about mm-hmm. what motivates you because kind of see, seeing it like this this isn't really cut out for everybody. Yeah. Like you kind of that's where I was kind of going with it. This is not cut out for everybody. It's kind of yeah. clear cut to you see. You have to enjoy it. Who is made made out for the shit, but mm-hmm. there's is there any other underlying motivation besides the fact that this is just simply what you love? Um, well, see, there there's always there's the duality. There's the duality of this whole thing that I'm doing, you know, there's, there's the side where it's like, for me, where it's like, I don't care about the money. I don't care about anything really. I just care about putting out music and being able to be in the studio for 24 hours straight. Mm-hmm. I was in the studio for 24 hours straight the other day, bro. That shit was hectic, but I enjoyed it. Cause I love doing that shit. I enjoy it. That's my motivation. And then my other motivation is like the money, you know, for my mom, for my family, you know, for, for the people, so, so that I can, like, help, that's my other motivation, you know, besides the passion of mm-hmm. music. But Hard. that's that's about it. So what's it like being around a lot of, like, artists that, you know what I mean, you were listening to before, and now it's kind of like, who, who have you met that's kind of, like, surprised you? Because I know, you know, you've definitely met some people. Um, Well, we met City Morgue. We we actually opened up for City Morgue twice uh, mm-hmm. in L.A. last month, and it was it was crazy to to meet them because they had already knew who we were. You know, they already knew like yeah, you know, they knew people what pay, to they pay yeah, like bro. they were they were fucking on stage. Zilla was on stage. He front flipped into the crowd during Captain Jack. Like it was it was shocking to me that like yeah, the, a mark has actually been made. Like we're that new generation of artists that people don't know mm-hmm. yet they're about to be welcomed onto that stage yeah. that platform so it was it was it was cool to, to meet city morgue um tokyo you know tokyo's revenge yeah of um, course but we had already Shouts met him tokyo. we'd already met him, met him in uh miami but he's mad humble because you know in miami I, i'm not i don't i'm not sure how big he was but i i didn't even i didn't know him i didn't even talk to him in miami and you know he came up and he was like, "Yo, like you know, I know yeah, you guys kids cool, next dude. door." Like, and it, it it was it was humble. I was like, "Damn, like you just pulled up in a fucking Audi." Like that's that's mm. that's mad humble of you to do that. Um, but I think Apollo and Kaka went over to his crib, you know. So bro's mad cool. Yeah, when I first met Tokyo, he's mad welcoming mm-hmm. too. Like went up to me, introduced himself, all that shit. Um, shout out to Tokyo. Who else? Just, Josiah. Josiah. Yeah, shout Josiah out Josiah. You guys. Um, shout out Josiah. He's cool. Who the fuck? Who who else is cool? That, uh, I'm trying to think of <laughs> most of my friends. Most of my friends that I hang out with are, you know, the people that are at the house all the time. Um, he's not. He, he's he's about as big as we are right now, but he's gonna be a fucking superstar one day. He's gonna be one of the biggest artists to ever live. Shout out Oddly Shrugs. That's my new favorite. I fucking yeah. love Oddly. Oh, and um, I mean, I, I've I've known Darky. I've known Darky for yeah. probably almost a year now. But it is really really good living in California because I get to hang out with Darky and Spider Gang and Brome and Corpse and Cubensis and all of them all the fucking time. So. Shouts out to Spider Gang. I fucking love them. They're the only other group that I can vouch for right now that are doing their own fucking thing. Original, yeah. like original. Everything that I see from Darky, from from Wendigo, from like anybody in Spider Gang, it's like shit is un- like untoppable, bro. Yeah, Spider Gang. It's impressive, man. Crazy. I fucking love them, bro, because they they. Man, Willie's going nuts over here. Yeah, Willie is losing his shit. Shut the fuck up. Hey, Willie. He's going. <laughs> that man is off. <laughs> yeah, for real, he's off. Right Spider Gang's going. Spider Gang's going. It's just mm-hmm. crazy to to see, and it's like from my tour, position. Tour coming soon. Another tour, kid, a Kids Next Door headlining tour. Uh, Kids Next Door Spider Gang. Okay. We haven't planned it at all, but it's gonna happen because that's what needs to happen for the culture. It needs to happen. There needs to be a K and D Spider Gang. Yeah, that would be wild. Cause Kids Next Door. Willie, <laughs> god damn, they're going crazy. Come here. Fucking, but it's like Spider Game's going nuts. They got so many up and coming art. Like Little Darky's gonna be a legend. Mm-hmm. Like he's already made a huge mark on the industry. Like bro, you got blacklisted from. I'm not even gonna say. It. I don't think I could say. It. I don't know. I'm not gonna put his business out there. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. ain't put it out there. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say it. But like, they got Little Darky. They got 
Wendigo is good mm-hmm. being insane. My, he's my, like, Wendigo's my favorite producer in the game. Like, Wendigo's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Christ Dillinger's amazing. Bramain, Cubensis. Mm-hmm. Like, Cubensis and Wendigo essentially, like, shaped a whole fucking sound. Yeah, Sosa. Let's not forget, yeah, Sosa. Let's not yeah. forget Flacco, Edison. Oh, yeah. Like, fucking. Bro, Flock, Flacco and Eddie, Flacco and Eddie are, like, dear friends. Flacco and Eddie are, like, brothers to me. Mm. My little siblings. I love them to death. They're going, like, Flacco and Eddie... They they continue to amaze me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They continue to amaze me. Always. They and they always will. They always will. I actually have to I actually, when I get back to LA I have to see Eddie cuz he's in he's in LA for like another week. Mm. I have to see him. It's been too long. It's been since like September. Shit, what's your next hair color? I don't know. <laughs> I'm actually thinking about shaving my head. Shaving it? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I just seen NASCAR. Didn't NASCAR just shave his shit? Yeah, something? he just like he cut he cut all the spikes off and then like just took a razor and went crazy. But I'm mm. thinking of like like going like like a buzz cut and then dyeing it a color or something. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Shit. At this point, I just don't know. Anything else you want to throw in there before we wrap this up? Um, I had something to say. Um, hey Willie, come here, bud. Come here. Shout Come out here. pharmacy. Uh, shout out. Hey. Who the fuck else do I need to shout out? If I'm forgetting anybody, let me know. Shout out Fossil, Miyagi, Silas, um, NASCAR, Koa, uh, Ant, Nando, Naeem, Ken, Parker, Vuai, Tommy. Uh, <laughs> uh, my mom, bro, my fucking mom. Shout out my fucking mom. Shout out everybody. And of course, Word. shout out to uh, Colt Classic. Shout out Bobby D. Thank you. Shout out Appreciate Ben with the lens. Yeah, you know man, it's been it's been great. It's like from my position, bro. It's really been an honor to be able to do what what I can do and everything. That last part was probably the biggest cringe compilation ever, <laughs> but I'm gonna allow it because it's one day it's gonna be legendary. Fuck it, fuck it. But like from my position, just to get to talk to you guys and get the interview, like I did so many first interviews. It's just like I did your first one on one interview, kid, bro. If you be- th- thinking about it before I was on the way here, it's been over a year since we did that kids next door interview. Yeah, yeah. That first kid. You next go door and watch it, bro. It's, yeah, bro. It it's still gets so mad funny, views. Bro. Like yeah. people still, oh, bro, to watch the whole thing. Like the room just looks so hectic. Mm-hmm. Like the camera quality's not focused in all the way. The audio's trash. The camera cuts. No, like just to I, see. I, I was saying we, we need to do another <laughs> no, one. No, we're going to. We we need to do another one in a clean ass room and in like a whole different setting. And hey, Willie! Whole, like... Yo, we're about to wrap this up anyway, bro. But Yo, we... literally, I'm talking about. Hold on, hold on. Is the camera on? Yeah. I was just speaking of the devil. Hey, let me call you back in literally two seconds. Oh, all right, all right, I got you, man. Yeah, we'll wrap this up right now. Love you, too. All right, thank you guys for tuning in. Fucking Willie's been going nuts over here on camera. He's got a lot of energy right yeah, now. Yeah, Willie's so Thank up. you for fucking tuning in. Um, this is called Classic Interview number 29. Mazi with the push start. Um, be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, follow us on Instagram at KULT Classic Official. Follow us on TikTok at KULT Classic Official. And hit us on Twitter because Twitter's a hoe. They won't let us put the whole handle. It's at KULT Classic OFF. And then go to our website. Copy yourself something. Get it, we're going to re up on Logo T soon. Get yourself a sweatshirt, t shirt, all that shit. KULT Classic Official.com. Support the brand. The more you support us, the more we can do for you. We got shows. And be sure to watch out for my. I know you couldn't hear me, but I said. Coming up soon. Oh, 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 hold up, hold up. Uh, go buy a K&D t-shirt off of deathproofinc.com. Oh, go do that. Yeah, go do that. We just we just released uh, new K&D t-shirts. Or uh, go go find us on Instagram at K&D Kids Next Door. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Mozzie with a push start. Um, for real, go get those shirts, bro, so we can fucking eat. And I don't have to live off EBT, bro. I'm yeah, tired of this Mozzie. shit. Feed Mozzie, bro. Feed me! <laughs> Feed me! Oh, shit. Feed me! I'm tired of being hungry, man. That shit's bullshit. Woo!
Well, shit. Fucking. How much? We got five minutes on that. You want to wrap it up, or you got any advice for any upcoming artists? Uh, stay original. Uh, make sure your music's loud. Make sure people can hear it. Make sure that you're not afraid to like let your whole entire voice out and be loud and like be like affirmative and upfront. Because I feel like some people are like hiding, mm. and like you gotta like, you know what I'm saying? At the mic, like let it yeah. out. That's the only like recording tip I have. Other than that, bro, just fucking be yourself when it comes to life and like taking care of what you need to take care of to get to the point where you're a solidified artist. Because I'm not even quite there. All I've done is just whatever I wanted to do. So maybe that's the key. Do whatever the fuck you want. And again, like thank you guys for tuning in. And as I was saying before, uh, we got distracted. It's just been a blessing for my position. To fucking be able to interview so many people for the first time, to be able to do your first interview, mm-hmm. uh, it's been like the first kiss next door interview as sloppy as it was, and I know we're gonna do another one. It's still kind of historic, you know what I mean? Fucking Belize's first on camera interview, uh, little Darky's first interview, just so much shit that I was able to do it. I'm just blessed. Thank you guys for watching. Fucking keep subscribing, keep sharing. Thank you guys for all the messages and all that shit, all the support. Fucking. Keep supporting people like Kids Next Door. Keep supporting all these smaller up-and-coming artists because this is the next wave. This is the next generation, and these guys are truly making a mark on the And we're cringe compilations planet. and industry plants, and we were, <laughs> we were put here to take over TikTok and make little kids dance to our songs. That's the only reason why we're in the industry. We're fruits off of the tree that didn't, weren't supposed to be picked. We're crab apples. <laughs> and they were born with names like Mossy with a push start. And yeah. A name and Dirty Butt. Who and, names and, a child Dirty Butt? Uh, Oswald. <laughs> shout out Oswald Sukumika Habwe. Um, shout out Taylan Gomez. Um, uh, I don't <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got, man. That's all I got. Bro, shout outs to, shout outs to Bojangles, bro. Yeah. Oh fuck! I gotta go get some Bojangles. I still haven't done that. I haven't had Bojangles in months. You wanna go get Bojangles? Fuck yeah! Let's go get Bojangles. We're getting Bojangles We're right now, Bojangles. man. Yeah. Thank you guys. Get Bojangles. Let's do it.